everyone. Welcome to the voice of Dr. Yan, and I'm your host, Dr. Li Meng Yan. This week, I will bring you two major topics. The first topic is about that Solomon Island recently rejected two naval vessels from both UK and US to enter their waters and park there. And also on 30th August, the prime minister in that nation has give some, uh, given some formal announcement to explain it. However, based on our very exclusive intelligence from the communist China, it's really not like what it shows uh, from those kind of reports or announcement. And I wanna bring you this information to go through how the Chinese Communist Party uh, increased their influence in this uh, Pacific Island nation and also what they are going to do in that area. Actually, you know, CCP is using this kind of unrestricted tactics against the West, especially America. And this is actually a very good example. And the second topic I want to talk today is about the uh, upcoming so-called individual carbon emission accounts in communist China. This is something uh, totally new for everyone. And what does it mean? Do you think the communist China government really care about the climate change as they claimed? And so they need to use such personal uh, carbon emission account to help people to uh, make the good habit in their daily life and even use it to make some benefits. Or could you remind that we have actually talked about the coding system in COVID-19 pandemic in China, which is used actually like the digital handcuffs to all the Chinese people, all the Chinese citizens uh, to be monitored and controlled by the government. Do you think this will be another digital handcuff for people under the cover of um, carbon emission or not? And I want to discuss with you about what I know from recent um, study research about these terms. So let's start from the first uh, topic, the Solomon Island uh, event. On 30th August, the Solomon Island Prime Minister Sokovir has made the announcement. And in this announcement, he said that he wanted to build the country's own naval capacity. And we cite his original word as unfortunate experience of foreign naval vessels entering the country's waters during the courses of the year without diplomatic clearance granted. So it sounds a very uh, formal and a reasonable excuse. However, when we check the important, um, this location of this Pacific Island nation, and if we know what CCP will 
I mean, not will actually already uh, played in that area and what their idea will be. This will be totally different. Uh, I have done some research about the Solomon Island and make me uh, further understand the situation. And so I say it is an island country which consists of six major islands and over 900 small islands in Oceania. It is not a rich country, but you know, even months before uh, the prime minister uh, gave this announcement, there were already big concerns uh, based on this uh, Pacific Island uh, were you know, uh, generated due to the US and China's competition. Actually, it's not just competition. It is the more and more intensive uh, pre-war situation because China already you know, fully prepared for the mobilization and also the upcoming wars. So based on the other uh, reports, they describe that uh, these small uh, Pacific Island nations uh, play a key role in Western military and diplomatic strategy. So they host a, a crucial basis and help provide international calls to allies. Uh, and also China, as China bolsters its influence in the Pacific, Washington must decide how to respond. But, you know, when the Solomon Island finally makes this announcement, and reject the US and the US allies uh, parking in their harbors. This is still something, I mean, which actually uh, American government and also Americans need to know because clearly, even they have already had this kind of concerns, they didn't successfully uh, prevent it. But how did it happen? So that's why um, I turned to our team and also we had get the very exclusive intelligence from CCP to tell the world what happened. And based on this information, I bet if you dig more, you will find quite a lot of useful information. And also this kind of intelligence always always get verified uh, in the past uh, over two years uh, during our, uh, you know, this kind of battles against the CCP. And so this time we will provide you the information, including the names and also the coding agents and also their uh, tactics in that area. Uh, now, let me uh, first uh, give you some uh, background uh, introduction. Uh, do you know what is the top intelligence department in the People's Liberation Army in communist China? Uh, actually, previously, the name is People's Liberation Army General Staff Department. And especially, uh, we will say the agents and the military agents who conducting these overseas uh, projects are in the second division. So we call it as PLA's General Staff Division Two. 
Uh, however, since 2016, Xi Jinping reorganized the second division, the second bureau. Uh, they actually changed the whole uh, general staff department, uh, reorganized and uh, uh, make it con uh, construct an, another new organization, which is called Joint Staff Department of the Central Military Commission. However, uh, based on our sources, the original those uh, second division, second bureau uh, people in the general staff uh, moved into the new uh, organization. So still we will call them as like the general staff second bureau, but actually, you know, now they belong to another unit. So the thing we are talking about is about the second bureau's some team in Solomon Island. So the Solomon, there is a one uh, CCP uh, controlled, uh, looks like some government controlled civil company, but actually it's a military company uh, had his office in Solomon Island. The name of this company is China Harbor Engineering Company, which is also called as CHEC. And this CHEC company uh, is an engineering contractor and it provides infrastructure construction such as marine engineering, dredging and uh, reclamation, road and uh, bridge, railways, airports and uh, uh, plant constructions all over the world. Because it is the second largest dredging company in the world, so the projects it carries on carries out actually widely uh, in uh, Asia, Africa, and uh, Europe. And this company uh, actually, based on our intelligence, uh, it's a cover for the PLAs. General Staff, Second Bureau, and which means uh, PLA's top, uh, top military intelligence agents, um, it's their working cover. So they have their office, I mean, in the Solomon Island, uh, in this CHEC company. And this CHEC company actually also have a lot of bad reputation uh, in the past many years because, uh, just you can search, like you will find the in 2016, uh, 2018, uh, Sri Lanka already uh, actually called for investigation into CHEC because they received the reports that the CHEC had funded the campaign of their uh, election, presidential election in 2015. Uh, also, you know, CHEC denied funding the election campaign, but we know what happened in Sri Lanka later. Now you see Sri Lanka is in a big trouble, in a big chaos, and because of their uh, construction deals and also death trap from CCP, their president even already uh, flew away, right? And this whole country get into massive problem while CCP can grab a lot of benefits from that area. And also uh, this CHEC was uh, debarred by the World Bank because they have done the bribery in Bangladesh before. So these are all the rep uh, reports show their bad behaviors, bad records before. 
However, there was no uh, sources ever have revealed their real identity as uh, PLC, uh, PLA's intelligence uh, outsource. So what we know is actually there in Solomon Island, based on our sources, so there is a person, uh, his name is Deng Zuan, and he is most probably the director in charge of this CCP agents in Solomon Island. And these uh, agents in Solomon Island uh, also under the direction from their uh, boss, I mean, their, their senior staffs in, based in Australia, because Solomon Island is really so close to Australia. And Australia is the place where uh, CCP has also infiltrated massively, even worse than they have done in America. So the bigger this agent is in Australia. And we now get his, uh, we can tell you the coding, coding name. So the coding name is something called Wan Bao, which means some uh, sea snail. And that is based on CCP's agent, uh, this kind of uh, principle of making the names, make, making the coding names. It actually means something uh, deeply uh, hidden in somewhere like the sea snails in the deep ocean. So this person in Australia has been in charge of this Solomon Islands and also other uh, areas nearby for the CCP's intelligence work. And uh, so the second, uh, the second bureau of the general staff uh, stayed there and they have already bring the service team, uh, they call it as security team with over 1000 people for the CHEC. So it sounds like they had built their security team for their overseas company. And uh, they also very uh, professionally, they can provide this kind of uh, security training for the local place. And also provide this kind of security service for the local legislators. However, you know what's the situation in Solomon Island? Actually, in that nation, although it has over 900 islands, but it only have around 500 to 800 places and no military of this country. While when the CCP, these PLA agents, bring the security team there, these 1,000, over 1,000 team members actually are the active members from People's Liberation Army's Marine Corps in the South Sea Fleet. So, I mean, do you understand what can happen there? So in this nation, which there is no military, and the CCP have bring more active soldiers, professional, uh, this kind of uh, special uh, specialty Marine Corps members to this island. And then these people actually take in charge of 
the local legislators, security service, and uh, they actually indirectly can control the local law enforce uh, law enforcement team because they have more people than the local police. They provide the training to them, and also they are rich because CHEC as a CCP's military-run company actually has huge amount of money. And as, as I said, this company is the uh, actually just the two, the bridge for CCP to deliver their money overseas and also bribe the local legislators, the leaders to get more control of this, uh, these countries. So that's why when CCEC bring the security teams there and also when they had enough financial support behind it, there is no much surprise. Finally, CCP can change the attitude from this nation towards the West and also China. And uh, what CCP want actually is because they know the so important, so significant location of this Pacific Islands. And they want actually based on these Pacific Islands to build their basement. They are going to use some tactics based on our sources. It's called jumping among the islands and also doing the reclamations uh, for the new islands. That means they will even enlarge their military facilities basement based on the original uh, area of this island. And also, of course, this is not the only one choice uh, they have in that area. Around all that area, CCP, CHEC, and also other similar companies have already working on for a long time to using the similar tactics to bribe and also threat or control or using whatever way secretly to change the local governments. And that's why when America realized that attitude from this local government changed, it actually kind of late. Although we know that in the future, there are still a lot of opportunities for American government and your allies to change it. However, uh, at this moment, CCP feels they had got a lot because their tactics works in the Solomon Island and temporarily uh, Americans with uh, naval vessels are not allowed to enter the waters. And also, also the um, Solomon Island has denied that CCP would build more, uh, build up the more military facilities uh, based in their uh, area. Actually, based on our intelligence, it is totally up, uh, opposite. CCP definitely won't give up this chance and won't waste their, uh, how to say, the outcome from their, uh, this kind of uh, crafty behaviors there. They will use this, uh, chance to build more facilities. And based on that, they can jump among different islands in that area and finally enhance their control in that whole uh, Pacific Ocean area and 
Remember, we have talked about Xi Jinping's final goal is to chase America uh, out of the Indo-Pacific Ocean and isolate America. So once they have reached to that kind of level, America would be isolated based on their expectation. And that's what they are working on. And we have already went through the intelligence that how CCP using their uh, People's Liberation Army's uh, agents to secretly infiltrate the Solomon Islands and also uh, actually change their attitude towards America and Americans' allies. However, the company like CHEC actually is just one of the uh, numerous such uh, companies, organizations working overseas for CCP and the military. For example, we see there is another report based on the South China Morning Post and the Solomon Island government made such decision to ban the naval visit come just weeks after China's Huawei technology company and the contract CHEC made the deal with the Solomon Island government to build 161 mobile telecoms uh, towers of that, for that country. So you see Huawei also jumped in and you know Huawei is already on the sanction list from America government. Uh, so the state-backed Export-Import Bank of China will loan uh, around 65 million US dollars over 20 years as 1% interest to the Solomon uh, Island. So this has happened actually early this month. And all these things, all this information indicates that CCP is not using the single way to uh, pursue their uh, uh, all, uh, pursue their goals. They, uh, they actually are working from uh, so many different aspects and using a lot of uh, this kind of companies to help them to infiltrate this uh, nation. This is just for Solomon Island. And of course, CCP's such team has working all over the world. And for example, you know, there is another uh, Island, which is very important in the Americans' island chain strategy. Uh, the name of that island is Papua, uh, Papua New Guinea. And the Papua New Guinea is also uh, in that area, in the Oceania, close to New Zealand and Australia, and not quite far away from the Solomon Island. And in that uh, country, actually the CHEC, and the other uh, CCP's company has also involved for many years. For example, uh, one report has shown that uh, CHEC had carried on the project worth US dollar 85.4 million to uh, help the Papua New Guinea to build their highways in that island country. And also in all this project, the cost will even reach to over 190 million US dollars. So clearly that, I mean, this report was started from 2017 and I followed it. I see the project going on very well and they also made some additional contract very recently. And so that means, I mean, 
CCP actually is like the uh, octopus, the giant octopus. Their tentacles are everywhere. And so at this moment, you see Solomon Island because Solomon Island has officially changed their attitude and announced to the world. But you still don't know what will happen in the other countries nearby. And that's why this unrestricted tactics for CCP, the very important factor is doing everything under the table. And that's why they can actually get a void of the monitor from the surveillance from the Western countries. And once the uh, achievement like the, what happened in Solomon Island come out, uh, suddenly the other countries has no time to uh, make some very uh, flexible movement. So CCP based on this can gain more time. And uh, during the time like America or other government planning to do something to uh, repair this, to fix this, CCP actually can move to the other uh, direction and to actually create more problems for the other countries. This is also the principle I have uh, explained to uh, the audience in the last episode. It's called uh, using the time to exchange the space. And so this is one example about that. I just add here because uh, clearly uh, the Western countries not only need to focus on the problem in the Solomon Island, but you should know the island chain strategy leading by the uh, America government since World War II actually now is the target in CCP's, um, I mean, uh, very, uh, food, uh, very soon, I mean, upcoming uh, plans. They try to not only break through the first island chain, but also the second island chain. Still, as I said, they try to push America out of the Indo-Pacific area. And finally, they can control the uh, whole area. And Xi Jinping and Putin already made the secret deal uh, since this uh, of, uh, February this year from the uh, Winter uh, Olympic ceremony, uh, Winter Olympic opening ceremony when they met. And I, I have told it uh, last in the last episode, right? So they have made the secret deal and to achieve their uh, new Euro Ocean uh, theory and also this kind of uh, finally change the order of the world and turn America into red. So all these things actually has happened step by step now. So that's why I want to went through all these unrestricted tactics based on intelligence and the latest news to wake up Americans and to help you to make the right decision to uh, towards the communist China and their allies. Okay, now we need to have some short break. And just after the short break, we'll come back to talk about the individual carbon uh, emission account, which will be launched formally in China. Is a record player the best way to listen to music? Of course not. So why are you still taking vitamins that haven't been upgraded since the 1930s? Even if your vitamins aren't hard to swallow, 
it's time to upgrade to Healthy Cells pill-free, patent-pending microgel supplements that work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. They taste great, convenient on the go, and they're more natural too, without chemical binders, fillers, and coatings. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 20% off your first order of any product. That's HealthyCell.com, H-E-A-L-T-H-Y-C-E-L-L, -E -L -L, and use code OUTLOUD for 20% off. You already know Genesis plus HOCL is your best defense against viruses. But did you also know it's the most powerful weapon for eliminating airborne mold too? Customers are raving about the Genesis Fogger's ability to tackle mold problems and the bad smells that go with them. And we all know mold is a hazard to your health. There's no airborne invader that Genesis can't handle. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. As Americans, we seek to form a more perfect union. To paraphrase Abraham Lincoln, we are a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. And God willing, we shall not perish from the earth. AmericaOutloud.com Liberty and justice for all. All right, you've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the pulpidone iodine-based nasal spray, Cofix RX. They talk about it because it's a product that actually works in combating colds, flus, and coronaviruses. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. It's simple. By attacking viruses where they incubate, you make it easier for your body to heal. Check out the Cofix RX banner ad on AmericaOutloud.com and save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD. Okay, thank you for coming back. This is the second section of the voice of Dr. Yin. And in the last section, we have already uh, explained that the CCP's unrestricted tactics in the Solomon Island and also went through the intelligence to explain uh, how the CCP uh, actually can change this uh, Pacific Island nation's attitude towards the Western countries, and also successfully make it work with CCP and even for the future uh, cooperations. And so actually it indicates how aggressive CCP is in that Pacific uh, ocean area and also clearly demonstrate that CCP won't get the dominance in the Indo-Pacific area and chase America out of that area and finally become dominant uh, in the world when they turn America into red, according to Xi Jinping's expectation. So now let's go into the next topic, which is about the individual carbon emission account that will formally launched in the 
future and in the soon future in communist China. So what is the individual carbon emission account? And I don't quite understand that when I just see the news. That's why I went to uh, Xinhua Media, which is actually the town of the CCP's government to see how they define it. So now actually, based on their definition, the personal carbon emission account will include the data collection from the carbon emission and also the conversion and the, the level evaluation as well as the scenario application and the other functions. So they will synthesize it into a system which will reflect the person's uh, carbon emission in your daily life. And it claims that this kind of system will help you to improve the efficiency to reduce the carbon emission in your life, as well as help you to protect the, our Earth and uh, also support the climate change policies. And in this kind of system, there will be government and also like banking system and also like Alibaba, this kind of online uh, shopping mall systems all will combine together. And so, for example, in this report, I, I mean, from the Xinhua media, from CCP's top propaganda media, I have seen that they had take some example. For, uh, for example, like uh, when you uh, ride the bike in the out, so instead of taking the bus or driving your car, then you will accumulate like the emission for 300 grams. And also, uh, Per, per, around per kilometers. And also, for example, if you don't use the gas oil, but using the electronic cars, then when you charge it, you can have some kind of uh, certain uh, emission, uh, car, uh, carbon emission reduction. And if you order the food through some uh, pick out uh, delivery, uh, process called green delivery, then you can get certain uh, reduction. And if you order something called green uh, electronic equipment, like green refrigerator, green TV, green washing machine, uh, washing machine, green air condition, and then you every uh, month when you use this equipment at home, you will accumulate uh, some more uh, carbon emission uh, reduction. And also in, the, in their uh, own the introduction, they also label that to, uh, they will encourage that kind of finish all your food and not waste your food or don't use the disposal cups in the cafe or like taking the uh, public traffic not uh, instead of your driving your own cars as certain uh, behaviors that will give you the uh, carbon emission reduction. So th this sounds like, oh yeah, very good. The government is encouraging the, their own citizens to actually support the environment protection. And 
also you see they will give the benefits to the citizens after as a reward after they do uh, behave like that however i mean if you are like me you're grow up in that communist country and stay there for over 30 years and when you went through all the disasters they created for their own people and also now you see the pandemics they create and also spread it all over the world you would know that the ccp government will never do anything really good for you but they will do everything really beneficial for themselves so the problem is what do they want from this kind of individual carbon emission accounts that's why I did a little bit more research. So in one uh, article I found from China's uh, other propaganda uh, media, so there is some discussion based on the individual carbon emission account to the individual carbon uh, trading. It says that uh, to discover the individual carbon trading may be a breakthrough. Uh, because they try to link the everyone's carbon emission to the trading amount of the uh, product into the carbon trading market. And this is something actually never uh, get um, promoted by any other government, as I know. And so this is actually CCP developed it because they try to uh, using this kind of system to link uh, all the aspects in your daily life and then monitor your personal carbon emission in your uh, daily behaviors and then finally convert it into amount of the scores which can be traded with the companies or with the government in the future. So this actually based on the concept uh, from the uh, initially from the Paris Agreement, and later you know there is a development of the carbon trading market in the world, but it's not for the persons, uh, for the individuals. Uh, the emission trading actually is uh, between these different kind of. Uh, countries and also it's kind of the exchange market to help these uh, countries to order or sell the, their uh, carbon emission reduction amount or, uh, or get more amount if this is not enough for their uh, own production and so this is just happened in that uh, government or big industrial levels and no one has put it into the individual levels before because clearly when you talk about this kind of uh, emission trading that definitely will involve a lot of private data come from the personal life for example uh, what i have ate today and uh, what i ordered for the dinner or for the new house decoration and also how did i go to visit my friend and by what kind of traffic style this is all included in the system and then convert into your 
carbon emission score, and that is definitely generate a lot of risk into the violation of the personal uh, uh, personal privacy. However, I mean, in China, the privacy is never a problem. So Chinese government have seen this kind of huge potential benefits from such new trading product, carbon emission uh, trading amount. So they have now actually learned the style and then try to apply it into their own citizens' daily life. And so, for example, in another report from the Chinese bank, the, they have talked about how could they link this kind of personal uh, carbon uh, this, uh, emission uh, system uh, with their financial products and the financial tools. And also they want to use this to manipulate the uh, investment and also manipulate the uh, policies. They want actually finally let every Chinese citizen, every Chinese people in communist China to have such account. And that's why this will create a huge market for them. And they can create a lot, a lot of the profits based on everyone's privacy and restrict your daily life to force you to change your behavior. Even, I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, because it's in China, even if you restrict yourself, you become very eco, uh, very uh, friendly to the environment, but that government will never stop their contamination, uh, their, their kind of pollution, uh, kind of uh, heavy carbon e emission industries. They will take the advantage of your reduction and the carbon emission in your daily life and also let you take the risk of the violence of your privacy. And then they will get it in their industry. And because, you know, China, they have already uh, recently, according to another uh, report from Discovery TV, it is like the China's coal-fired power generation reached a record 120 billion kilowatt in August. This is from the China Energy. And also CCP has planned up to 150 gigawatts of new coal-fired power capacity from 2022 until 2025 to satisfy the record demand in the communist country, according to the report by the Chinese state grid call. So this all shows that China will not stop their carbon emission. Then how to actually pretend they are still working with uh, uh, the other treaties in the Paris Agreement to protect the earth. And especially you know, considering uh, based on the data that CCP actually communist China's uh, carbon emission actually is the top one in the world, over double than the United States and of course much more than other countries. 
this is actually a new way for CCP government to in, in, invent to by controlling the human rights, by restricting their own citizens' human rights to actually concentrate this kind of power to develop their own industry or business to enhance the power of this regime. So as a Chinese person, it's very, I mean, easy for me to image what will happen once this kind of individual carbon emission uh, system is launched. For example, you, if you are the person who want to buy the new car and uh, they will use different policies to control you, to force you to buy certain kind of the electronic car or they call the new energy, uh, new energy kind of uh, vehicles. And these vehicles can be produced by the CCP controlled uh, manufacturer, which can have the poor quality and which can create a lot of problem or which has a very high price, but it doesn't matter. The matter is this is the government related industries. So when you make such, when you are forced to make such deals with such companies because it's oriented by the policies linked to your personal carbon emission accounts. Actually, it's kind of the government grab your money using the excuse of the carbon emission when you need to purchase a car. And also, it will also apply to all the other aspects as they try to develop now. For example, uh, like if you have heard that in China, there are so many lockdowns happened during COVID and they called it as zero COVID policy and people even die in the hungry or they cannot go to the hospital because of the zero, policy, zero COVID policy. What I can tell you is the real reason based on our intelligence behind this kind of cruel lockdowns actually is to concentrate the like electricity and also the other manpowers to help the CCP to man enlarge their manufacture in weapons, including missiles or nuclear missiles and to support Russia uh, for their invasion in Ukraine and also to prepare for the future uh, the potential uh, attacks uh, from China or their friendly uh, one belt, one road countries, including Iran and North Korea to other countries. So that's why they need to reduce the common activities from the citizens and also small companies or other uh, industries not related to the weapon manufacture and then to make sure the this kind of uh, in, enlarged amount of manufacture for uh, military forces can uh, work as uh, as well as they expected then if this is applied to the carbon emission accounts you can image that they don't need to use the anti-covid policy to lock you at home, but they can say, 
you have to reduce your daily life because of you had over emission of carbon in your life. And the government will use a lot of ridiculous excuse to restrict your daily life. Maybe they even can tell you, you eat too much, you are too fat, or they can tell you, you live in such good house, this is not echo. So we, we need to move you to the small cellular room and like the carbon hospital, like this kind of place to reduce your daily carbon emission. And then during this time, during this, uh, time they can actually occupy your house, they can occupy your the all this kind of things belong to you and they can uh, so-called get the uh, carbon emission account from your uh, system. And then finally, actually these are all used for the purpose to enhance the CCP's own power, but not to enhance anything related to humanity or even the environment protections. And this is actually uh, already happened. This kind of system, you know, uh, we have an ongoing uh, such similar system in China, which is called the COVID-19 coding system. And this is a traffic light uh, like this kind of system, which will label everyone into different color and like red, green, and uh, uh, yellow. These are the three basic colors. And when the government linked all your privacy into this system, for example, they can monitor your, uh, your past, uh, your, your, your uh, living, uh, actually living pass every day from your home to your working place, to the shopping mall, uh, to the hospital, to restaurant, wherever. And if this claims that you actually stay in the same area with certain infected COVID patients, then they will change your life as a close contact of the infected if you are tested positive uh, as red all they will put you as suspicious called yellow. That means you may not need to be quarantined so strictly as a red group, but uh, in certain period, you have to show that your latest PCR test of COVID is negative. And also you need to be uh, isolated, isolated in uh, maybe at home or in your company for certain period until government thought you, you are safe, not your results show you are safe, even you are negative. Oh, you can be green. That means during this period, when you are green, you are a safe person. You can do the things as you want. However, you never know when will your code turn into red because this is so random and so, uh, unexpected. And also the most important thing is this system is controlled by the government. That means if today the CCP government feel they need to control Shanghai, then they will give the demand to this city and this city will by manpower to control the coding system. And for example, they will make the decision 
which district should be red first and which one should be yellow the next or which group of people has to be uh, treated as uh, suspicious or highly suspicious. They use such way to restrict your life and to achieve their own purpose, to maintain their control in this area for certain purpose. This already well-developed and even mature in China now. Everyone has to bring their phone outside. And if you need to take the bus, you have to show your code. If you need to go, go to the shopping mall, you have to scan your code. If you want to return to your home in the community, the gate, there will be security to check your code. And in whatever checking point, if your code, unfortunately, by uh, by a uh, by uh, how to say, um, calculation by the system, and define you as yellow or red, then you are definitely in trouble. You you could be denied to go to take the, any public traffic, and you will be denied to go to any uh, indoor this kind of uh, shopping mall, cinema, whatever kind of building. And you will be rejected from entering your own house, your own building. Your, you cannot get back to your apartment because once you uh, enter that uh, building, the whole building will be labeled into the close uh, contact or suspicious contact. And then the residences label, uh, the, the code will be turned into yellow or red. So this is so efficient for government to control everyone. And everyone are so scared of that. They are so anxious in their life because of this coding system. So image when China has already accumulated enough experience in such coding system. And now when they try to change another uh, topic into such system to make it connected into the carbon emission. And then again, link everything in your life to this system. And even this will have more potential profits to help other companies or banking system or government to generate their money. What will happen? And guess, let's just image when Xi Jinping claimed that he, he wanted all the other countries to learn the experience from CCP, from communist China for anti-COVID, for all the other things, for all their great achievement, then what will Xi Jinping do when the carbon emission accounts are launched in China? Will he promote these experiments to all the other world? And will the other government interested in that and try to learn from China and then link their own uh, citizens into this kind of account system? We don't know. So this really raised my deep concerns. Let's see what they are going to do. And maybe in the future, I will, do, I will do some following up reports and help you to know the situation happened in China. And uh, whatever, 
I just hope such system won't be launched finally into our lives because clearly they want to get our freedom to wear this kind of so-called eco uh, environment friend, uh, friendly system. They say it's really so evil. Thank you for joining me today. 